everybody and a warm welcome to our podcast, it's Ruth and it is um, Tuesday today, <coughs> the 20th maybe, 20th, don't know, something like that, anyway, um, hope you're all good and having a good week, isn't the weather fabulous, it is just stunning out there, it's really really good, so um, I'm going to go outside today and um, enjoy a bit of the sun which will be nice, um, it's really good that we can now have meetings outside because it means that when it's a pretty day like today and it's nice and warm and um, you don't need five layers to actually be outside um, then yeah all is well in my world so yeah that's really good news so long may this continue let's pray this uh, Tuesday O Lord open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise in your resurrection O Christ let heaven and earth rejoice alleluia Christ our Passover has been sacrificed for us, so let us celebrate the feast, not with the old leaven of corruption and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, once raised from the dead, dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. In dying he died to sin once for all. In living he lives to God. See yourselves, therefore, as dead to sin and alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. And so as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So today's Bible reading comes from James chapter 2 and we're looking at verses 12 to 17. James chapter 2 verses 12 to 17. Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if people, cl- if people claim to have faith but no, have no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. from uh, Here I Am to Worship. A good way to explore the practice of songwriting is to pull songs apart. When I think I might have finished a song, there is a process I always go through to see if it's as strong as it could be. There is a series of questions I will ask myself to help assess the state of the song. When working through songs, there is a need to be ruthless. A good songwriter should never settle for second best. The first question, does the song help you to worship? Songs of worship must be formed from a life of worship, and worship always begins with revelation, to which we then respond. As we set our sights on God, there will be so much to respond to. That has to be the ultimate place of inspiration. Looking through the Psalms, God is described and responded to in many ways. The poetry is heartfelt and vivid, and the songs have remained with us throughout through thousands of years. Why is this? It is because it is it because David and the boys knew how to pull a few heartstrings and write some great songs. Did they know what the people wanted to hear? Of course not. 
They simply responded to what they saw. David, as a shepherd boy, spent night after lonely night tending and caring for his flock. When he wrote in in Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the quiet waters. He restores my soul. It meant something intimate to him. He understood what was involved in being a shepherd and knew what it meant to call the Lord his shepherd. The passionate worship captured in the Psalms flowed from encounters with the living God. If we desire to write songs that will glorify God and cause his name to be praised, we too need to start in that place of encounter. As songwriters, we need to consume ourselves with God, to immerse ourselves in his truth. After I've written a song, I'll use it in my personal times of worship for a while, usually for at least a couple of months. If the song inspires me to worship and stays feeling fresh for a while, then I start to think that it might work in a church setting. There can be a danger of forcing out songs. We sit down and rely on our expertise and write and, and skill to write a new worship song. We go through all the right motions, but our hearts become dislocated from the process. More than well-written songs, the church needs Holy Spirit-inspired songs that release people to worship. These songs will only come from a hidden life of worship. And so now our common worship responses. Death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your sting? Christ is risen from the dead the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Death is swallowed up in victory. The trumpet will sound and the dead shall be raised. Where, O death, is your sting? We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. Death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your sting? Our prayers today come from the writings of Shane Claiborne, Jonathan Wilson Hartgrove and Enuma Okoro from their book Common Prayer. So firstly, this little um, reflection An Aboriginal activist sister said, If you have come to help me, you are wasting your time. But if you have come because your liberation is bound up with mine, then let us walk together. Lord of the captive and Lord of the free, fill our voices with songs that proclaim hope, joy and justice for all creation. Guide us this day to walk alongside the oppressed as fellow sojourners. Amen. Lord, some of us are never far from tears, and some of us have forced ourselves not to cry. Direct our tears that they might flow with yours and cease when you smile upon us. Amen. And so now let's join all our prayers together by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you everybody for being with me today. Um, I look forward to being with you tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Uh, I hope you've got a good day planned, whatever it is that you're up to. Um, my day is a bit of an admin day, and then I've got a governor's meeting tonight. So, um, yeah, that's a it's an extra governor's meeting. It's called an extraordinary governor's meeting, which is my first my first experience of an extraordinary governor's meeting. So that'll be um, interesting. 
Uh, I think it's about the exam grades for year 11. Well, it seems to be on the agenda, that's what it seems to be. It's a one-item meeting. Um, so yeah, I think that's just to... Governors have to approve the system that they've put in place to... Um, uh, to um, give year 11, which are the GCSE year group, um, their grades. And um, yeah, so that'll be interesting to see what Westfield are planning. Um, I'm sure it will be really good and I, they, they are really, really on it at the moment. So, um, yeah, but do pray for our young people because it's really difficult for them. They're having, yeah, things are changing all the time and it's really difficult. So do keep them in your prayers. Um, I'll be with you tomorrow. So may the risen Christ grant us the joys of eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.